This podcast may contain coarse language. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to State of Roleplay, where we talk about roleplay, share stories, and more. Now welcome our hosts, Cameron and Terminal Logic. Why did the chicken cross the road, you ask? To get to episode four. On today's show, we will tell some roleplay stories, give some tips, and talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly sides of power gaming. Today's stories are sponsored by DLive.tv streamer OnFire53. You can check him out at DLive.tv forward slash OnFire53. Now, enjoy the stories. So this is a story about the very first criminal character I created. Um, his name is David Lister, and he's not the brightest, um, the brightest bulb in the pack, shall we say? It was his first day in the city of Los Santos. Running up and down the street trying to get a vehicle, but they're all locked. So, we he keeps trying and trying and trying until he finds a vehicle that's unlocked. Now, he let's put it this way: it's not the best vehicle. It's some old rusted out um i don't even know what the vehicle's called to be honest it's like this really rusty vehicle um it can barely move so we're driving towards pillbox medical center as soon as we get to pillbox we he sees two vehicles now these vehicles don't you don't normally see at a hospital. They were police cruisers. Like we said, he's not the very brightest person. These police cruisers were empty. He has a knife. David Lister doesn't like the police. He thought it would be a bright idea to go over to one police car and uh Try and put his knife in their tyres. Now, he's successful with one tyre. But he hears footsteps. So he tries to do a second tyre really quickly. By this point, the officer was behind him. And let's just say, shit got real, real fast. The taser was pulled. And almost instantly after that, it was, Sir, stop what you're doing, get on the ground. Now, not liking the cops, you would think that he would turn around and give a fight. But not Dave. He decided to run. So he ran down the stairs of Pillbox, which is very, very slowly. And across the road. 
almost getting hit by two cars. Uh, thinking he's getting nowhere, he runs across the train tracks and trips over. Oh yeah, he trips over the the railroad tracks. And um, lo and behold, the police officer catches him. Now, it was pretty clear it was Dave who did it. But, like we said, Dave isn't very bright. So Dave being Dave, he tried to uh, deny it all, even though the officer seen it was him. The officer seen he was doing it. And the officer chased him from the scene. Now there's three pretty solid indicators that it was Dave. So he gets marched over to Pillbox to get put into another vehicle to be taken to Mission Row. Whilst in Mission Row, uh, Dave just tries to deny it all over and over and over. It didn't quite work. The cop's body cam showed it all. It's shown him slashing the second tyre, running, showing his face to the officer and falling over and hitting his face off the floor. But no, Dave just keeps on denying it. He uh... He ends up getting sent to prison for 10 months. Now I was quite expecting him to get a lot more than 10 months for uh, damage to a government vehicle. Nevertheless fleeing and eluding. While in prison, this just gives Dave more time to think about how much he hates the cops. Upon release, Dave hatches his new plan to steal a cop car. During my time in City Life News, I was a senior, senior editor, so I spent a lot of time reviewing court cases and much, much more. There was one court case in particular that I remember very fondly. It was a court case, Sherman versus Angel, a very disruptive case that involved a husband and wife divorce proceeding. For you today, I have the audio of the event. I remind you that listener discretion is advised. The latest breaking events, live from the scene of action, bringing you the most up-to-date news in city life, right to your screen. Interviews with various crime syndicates, police personnel, and the victims of crime. It's time for another breaking news story right here on City Life News. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Ace Whittles reporting for CLN. Correspondent Hawk and I attended the judiciary hearing of Angel versus Sherman, where the plaintiff, Angel, was seeking damages and legal separation from her longtime husband, Sherman. Let's go live into the courtroom. The first case was meant to be Dolan versus Jayback. They've both not shown, so if a PD member can pull a warrant up for both of the arrests for contempt of court first. Would it? Basically, Angel, have you got a lawyer here today? I do not, but I will be representing myself. Yeah. Shannon, have you got a lawyer today, or are you going to be representing no. yourself? Because everyone else is a criminal. Okay, basically, I'm going to work then. I'm going to hear from the plaintiff first, which is Angel. She can state the case. The chairman, you can state yours, and then you can cross-examine and ask any questions that you may have. 
So if you'd like to uh, step forward, Isaac. All right, so I come before the courts today uh, to divorce Sherman. Um, he has been a horrible husband. As you can see, he left some scars on my face uh, once our marriage started going downhill. Um, the entire ETU team could contest for his gross sexual behavior. Very unhealthy. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I can't deal with the abuse anymore, Your Honor. I, I need a divorce, and uh, I'm also suing for half a million dollars for these scars they left on my face during our marriage. Okay, Angel, would you like to take a seat, and uh, would you like to step forward, Sherman? Right, I'm standing here because I've been excused of uh, domestic violence against me from that Miss Angel over there. I've been, I'm a captain and I've been in the police force for many years now and uh, I'm just disgusted of what's going on here. Just right. seconds, Eddie, and then That's it will be done. All. Okay, Angel, have you got any uh, questions for Mr. Sherman? Yeah, I, uh, I can't seem to get out of my chair. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh are you denying the fact that we had uh we had some uh very kinky sexual relationships that Zed can contest to? Oh God, he was there. Zed Zed was it. there. Zed, what do you mean you weren't enjoying it? You were hard as a goddamn rock. I was rock. laughing my ass off. That shit was it. that shit was like at least nine nine and a half inches long. I damn near dislocated my jaw getting that whole thing in my mouth. <laughs> Um, your honor, oh. that language okay, is. Okay, oh my god. I'm, I'm gonna allow it. Look, you just admit that you love me. You admit that no. you love me at one point. You lying son of a bitch. I'm gonna take your other goddamn eye. Look. I ain't putting up with this shit. <laughs> no. I'm gonna take no. your other eye. I'm gonna take your other eye. I ain't putting up with this lies. You lied to me. You lied. You, you left scars on my face. <laughs> He's a liar, Yada. You see what he did to my face? Yeah, I took his other eye. He don't need to see nothing no more. From the call from placing in the south, please. Look, she's just to look crazy. You ain't seen crazy yet. I'm about to show you crazy, you son of a bitch. Fucking stand up here and live in front of these. We had relations. I let you stick your penis in me. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you had it in you. And there you have it, folks. This case is concluded with a ruling in favor of Sherman. Angel was quickly removed from the courtroom and placed in a holding cell while Chief Justice Paul mandated she spend a half hour behind bars, receive a psychiatric evaluation, and pay $100,000 for the attack on Sherman's life. For CLN, this is Ace Whittles, signing off. Needless to say, Angel lost the case, and the husband, Mr. Sherman, easily won the case in question. If you were curious, Sherman went to the hospital with minor lacerations, one eye, and zero pride. Dreaming.
She'll always notice what I want them to notice Like a couple bad chicks off of the poster Sitting in the back of my all-black Chrysler Sipping on some tea cause I don't drink soda Coming out of nowhere but I've been here Flow so hard and I got my nose pierced Hair almost gone and I got a red beard Bouncing my step and across my ear The love for my fam, how I treat them so dear Fall so hard that I shed a tear Get my heart broken, not even care Her album Mac every day of the year Dream. Notice all the shit that I meant to mention Glowing up making bands is my intention So I really hope y'all start paying attention Fuckin' fuckin' list, this has been my mission But all that has been noticed Two heads on my shoulders One for the manners, one for the money One serious while the other's funny One's cloudy while the other's sunny My heart is pouring while my mind is soaring, yeah like, greet my love while I kick the door And like, fuck brand names while I'm rocking Lauren Like, dishing out advice while you keep ignoring Like, when you're dead but no one's mourning People never see what I don't want them to see Like how I stay up at night with these My name is Maximus the Great And I am the supreme ruler of Of chicken delivery? Chicken eggs? I have the power! You have just arrived in a new city you lift up your shoes, throw on your ball cap, and head to the DMV to get your license. Your character is beyond broke, so you think to yourself, Self, let's show these other people just who I am. So you travel to the job market, grab a job, and begin to grind, using every method possible to maximize your profits. You spend the next two weeks, day and night, grinding for that almighty dollar. Money is your only friend. Everyone you meet are just peasants in your eyes. Measly ants that can be crushed by the weight of your wallet. You are now the richest person in the city. Now it's time to show it. You travel from place to place, flexing your money, cars, and houses. Now it's time to go into the city and form some type of crew or posse that will reign supreme. You pull up to a new arrival to the city and tell them to get in your vehicle. They respond to you with, sure, but on one condition. You answer with the firm no. Grab them, tie them up, and throw them in your vehicle. After a few minutes of driving with the person in your car, there is a response from a server admin that angers you greatly. You have been banned due to power gaming. Now, power gaming is when a player presumes or declares that his or her actions against another person is, or player is successful without allowing the other player character the freedom to act on their own prerogative. Another way of power gaming is by focusing on min-maxing your player character. So, let's talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly side of power gaming. I think that sometimes power gaming can be good. Uh, for a new player coming into an RP server that has never done it before. Uh, power gaming can give someone a focus point so they don't easily get bored. Um, you know, also police and EMS usually have a power have to power game a little bit. Um, you know, we've both been, been EMS and police, so we kinda know we have to power game just a tad. Yeah. Um, just to be able to maintain some some type of control over the inhabitants. If not, they're just gonna run amok and and go psycho, pretty much. They're all half psycho anyway. Um, or, you know, or they're going to spend half their time kidnapped, if not. You know, what What are your thoughts on, on the good side of power gaming? I mean, 
Yeah, from from like the EMS and police standpoint and stuff is, for example, um, and also, uh, I mean, can't really give an example because, yes, power gaming in in very small dosages. From the police. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but a police officer would need to power game in order to search a, a person's vehicle. Right, because um, there, you know, there's been there will be situations like say an officer um, come to a scene and you detain the 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 person. Well. Then they start saying something like, "Well, that wasn't me in the car." I'm like, no, I, I just pulled you out of the car. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And I know with like with EMS, you know, if you pull up to a scene and somebody has literally blew up at a gas station, and their charred remains are sitting in their car, and they're like, you you know, you go to view them, and they're like, "Oh, all I have is a scratch on my leg." Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, that infuriates me. <laughs> that really does. It infuriates me because as EMS, you'll be sat around for hours and end without anything, and then you'll get that one call, and then you'll roll up to the call and be like, "It'll be like an an exploded gas station, like you said," and a person will be like, "Oh, I, I just tripped and fell." No, you never. Blown up <laughs> car. You kaboom. You should be dead. Right. <laughs> you are crispy right now. and you know that's like for me anytime that EMF rolls up on me for instance I'm going to let them decide what's going on maybe if they ask okay how bad are the you know the lacerations or something I might say it depends on the situation of course but I'll play what the situation entails I'm not just going to be like, oh, it's a little band-aid boo-boo whenever I just oh, yeah, yeah. got cut in half by a chainsaw. You know, I'm... <laughs> uh-huh. But most of the time, I just let EMS do their thing because, I mean, like you said, th- there's a lot of downtime as EMS sometimes, um, even on a busy server. So huh? I let them RP their little hearts out. <laughs> Yeah, please do, because we got fired real quick. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, I, I got into a car accident um, in-game. Of course, not in real life. But in-game. And uh, I I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. <laughs> so I went through the windshield going at about 100 miles an hour. Well, I laid on the pavement until EMS got there. And then it was probably another 15, 20 minutes in-game that I spent just, you know, RPing it all out. Because, oh, yeah. you know, like there's a lot of downtime, like you said. So, I, and I understand that, and you know, I, I want our EMS to have a good time, and it's easy to get bored. So I understand that, and and a lot of people treat it like, oh, you're there just to res me. No, I'm here to RP too. You know, they are here just to res me. No, nah, man, it's not armor. Fuck off. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bad thing about power gaming 
is when someone power games it and doesn't really allow the other person to have a say in what's happening in that roleplay scenario. Um, and it's kind of kind of a, a thing that needs to happen for a good roleplay, you know, the, the two-sided roleplay uh, interaction. Right, exactly. You know, a lot of times where this stuff right here will come up is like if somebody's getting kidnapped or something, or if somebody has a gun to their face. You know, if you're a normal citizen and you're actually playing a normal citizen or something like that, and not like some hardened thug, or let's say that you're you're new, you're a police officer, you're new to and you're new to the force, okay? And it's your first time ever having a gun in your face. You're probably going to be scared. You know, so you have to play it like, oh, yeah. like that. But if you know, let's say you're a captain. You've been in the force for 30 years and you have a gun pointed at your face. You're like, okay, this is another freaking Wednesday. So it's like, you have the role <laughs> play, <laughs> right? You have the role play situation accordingly. Um, yeah. If you do get kidnapped or someone with a gun to your face, you can't just turn around and say, oh, I found this really sharp object. Because. There has to be that, that two-way bounce. You need to ask questions in roleplay, otherwise your roleplay isn't going to work. Right. No, and I'm, and I'm right there with you. I mean, here, actually, just recently, there was someone who... In the in the roleplay server that I'm on, someone attempted to kidnap me. Well, I'm a captain, so I've been in the force for for a while. I wrote most of the laws, so <laughs> by this time, so <laughs> so I'm like, okay, he's gonna he pulls up beside me and says, "Hey, officer, can you pull over here to the side of the road and uh, can we go talk down this dark alley?" And I'm like, "No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, that would be stupid of me to do that." <laughs> and um, <laughs> and then he jumps out of his car, pulls out a gun on me, and he's like, "Get out of the car. I'm take. I'm gonna take all your uh, all your radio equipment." And I'm like. I had the gas. I was going <laughs> because I, I'm like, <laughs> for one, you know, if uh, if you're in the force for that long, you're gonna understand how to handle the situations. You're gonna be hardened to it. Now, if I was a beginning officer, if I was a recruit, I'm probably gonna put my hands up and cry like a little girl and and be taken hostage and be the most annoying hostage in the world. Right. Because, uh, <laughs> I, because that's gonna be that's gonna be fun for me. Uh huh. Um, and it will, it'll be a different perspective for them. If you yep. have an officer who's this hostage and all he does is cry like a blithering <laughs> baby the whole time. <laughs> hey, is the air freshness strawberry? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is this leather? <laughs> <laughs> will you shut up? I like your uh, hair. <laughs> You've got a pretty mouth. Is that styling gel or fiber? What is that? <laughs> Do you have anything to eat? I'm very hungry right now. <laughs> Do you have burgers or anything? Bag of chips? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, I can, can I get you guys' phone well. numbers? <laughs> you guys seem nice. <laughs> But yeah, I always, I always like the the dynamics of RP no matter what. And even if someone is a power gamer, I'll try to sway them from that and have them try to ha make them have more fun. Um, so that way, ho hopefully, it won't power game as much. But it happens. 
you know, on the on the little darker side of that, the ugly side of it. Um, at the end of the day, it causes a lot of issues in RP servers. Power gaming does. Um, you know, you could potentially destroy the economy as a power gamer if you have all these people that are normal civs or even little gangbangers like that, and they're making, let's say, that your cap on your server is probably around uh, 500k to a million dollars per player. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But if you're over here and you're a billionaire, you can literally buy anything and everything in the game, and you own, you can own the economy that way. Um, you know, and, and it hurts people that are there for RP and not just there to, to min-max their character as well. You know, if, if someone has yeah. a mm-hmm. RP style that consists of creating an industry um, mogul, you know, that you know that's that's cool uh but it becomes a problem when your interaction with other people starts becoming limited because you're so focused on grinding and grinding and grinding that it keeps you from rp you know and you know there's been times where some people who don't understand in our power gaming they will be let's say they're driving a truck hauling stuff or even selling drugs and then you get into a, let's say you get into a car crash with them they're just going to keep speeding off and not even interact with you at all. And whenever they should play RP out that car crash. Right. Um, and whenever it comes to cops, it's going to be, oh, I'm suing you. I'm like, come on, you can do better than that, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, that, I mean, that's I mean, definitely an ugly side of it. For sure. And if, if it ever does come to that point where... You are just on a roleplay server, just to uh, own the economy. Here's a little tip for you, and I know we haven't even got to the tips part of the podcast yet, but here's a little tip for you. Get off that roleplay server and go and play GTA Online. Go and play RuneScape. Exactly. If that's all you're focused on. Yeah, go play, go play Eve on- Online. Yeah, honestly, go play Eve. Power yeah. Gaming... To the point where you you are just literally min maxing your character is annoying, and you won't make friendships. You you will make literal enemies. You you'll just make people hate you. That's exactly what happens. Everyone starts to despise that person because they're like, "You're destroying this world." Because any time that I interact with you, it reminds me that I'm still playing a game. You know, I've had I've had a lot of fun just going to a bar and having beers with a bunch of gang members, okay, than I have ever working to make money. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to work to make money, I'd just stay in real life and just work to make money, right? So, <laughs> right, right. Instead, I go hang out with people. You know, we may go ride motorcycles or or rob a store something like that or you know with police force you just go out and clock vehicles yeah it's 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 all about just RP staying character it is now speaking of tips um, since we were talking about that a minute ago um (laughs) You know, one tip that I would say is, you know, try to get a full understanding as to what power gaming is. 
Um, it can be a little bit confusing, especially whenever you are in the midst of a RP scenario. Uh, mainly just allow people to initiate RP scenarios with you, even though it takes you out of control. It's okay to lose control. Don't be afraid to lose control. Losing control can push you into ways that you are like, okay, I didn't expect this. And then it may give you more ideas in the future. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and another tip is if you are grinding out and min-maxing on an RP server, you're not role-playing. And, then mm -hmm. that's, and that's the truth. If you want to go grind out and be a truck driver and grind out and grind out and grind out, you know, going and doing missions and delivering stuff, um, you know, that's what they got Euro Truck Simulator for, guys. You know? so, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, go do that. That's what they got Euro <laughs> Truck Sim and the American Truck Sim. And I mean, right. you're not always going to have control of a situation. Like uh, Terminal said, um, as, as an officer of the law, there's going to be many times where you lose control of that situation. I mean, the only people who really control the situation all of the time, or most of the time, like 90% of the time, is EMS. Just because of how that role works. Um, and also, don't get mixed up between fail RP and power gaming, because there is a slight difference. Mm -hmm. Although the difference is very slight and minute, um, some servers have... Um, uh, much they they are very specific on which one's worse I'm not saying I, <laughs> and I'm definitely not saying fail RP because that, that's just as bad as uh, power gaming yeah and you know you know with fail RP it can be you know there's so many things that can be fail RP so mm -hmm. it's you know, power gaming is just a part of it. You know, power gaming is you attempting to, to keep control at all times. And l just let it go. You know, allow people to take you in the direction sometimes that you don't want to go. Yeah, it's okay not to go to that direction sometimes, but never, you know, go a different way from what your character that you're developing would go. You know, if you're, if you're a hardened criminal, you're probably not going to get robbed you know you're probably gonna throw you're probably gonna fight and you're probably gonna end up in a hospital you know but if you're you know some old man some senile old man you're probably gonna piss your pants probably you know and, <laughs> <laughs> and bring that RP on you know I, I love that and then uh, that brings me on to my first tip as well um, so if you do end up getting kidnapped um, and they tie you up and go along with it don't just magically find a sharp object and cut yourself free because that is power gaming um, the way you could get around this would probably be something like searches for a knife and then so you would do like slash me searches for a knife or searches for a sharp object and then in, in the other one in like oh an out of character chat you would put like something along the lines of do I find anything that could set me free and then you wait for the the other party's response it will either be 
yes, you find something, or no, you do, or no, you do not find anything. That way, you are not power gaming. It, it's a it's a legitimate role play mm. scenario because you've got the two the two sides coming together to make that scenario. Yeah, and, and in those scenarios, you know, don't call anybody. You, if your hands are tied, you can't call nobody. You oh know, yeah. You know, drop <laughs> communication with anybody else, and just stay in that moment. You know, stay in that situation. Yeah. And just just deal with it. And you know, if depending on your character, you may try to get away, like like you know, Lasko would, or you know, you may try to just sit there and cry all day. <laughs> you know, you might you might just sit there and cry and don't kill me. I got a family, blah blah blah, blah. and mm. and eventually, I mean, I've I've had success both ways. Most of the time, if you have a good our peer on the other side. They're going to take you hostage, negotiate something with either police or family members or other members or something like that, and then they're going to let they're going to most likely let you go. Um, th- there's been very rarely that I have been killed as a hostage, um, but that was because I would attempt to either flee or, um, you know, attack someone. Most of the time, it was attacking someone. Uh, there's been times where. Where I have ran away and jumped in the and jumped in the water, but my hands were tied, so I drowned. So that didn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then my second tip would be: this is a big no-no. So going up to a police officer or even a detective for that fact and saying "slash me" takes your keys and steals your car is power gaming. Um. You you do need to give the other party a chance to respond. Yeah. One way again would be slash me attempts to take the car keys, and then OOC ask if you were successful in taking those car those those set car keys, and then re- wait for the response from the other party because just as bad, it's just as bad as you trying to find that magical sharp object and cutting yourself free. Anything that uh, anything that entails another party, such as stealing their car when they're stood right next to it, um, you still need to involve those, and you will get the civilians that are like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be great roleplay," and they'll do uh, slash OOC. You stole my keys. Yeah, because they want that interaction. Mm-hmm. And and some of those are the some of the best role players out there. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, like this is an opportunity, and you take it and go. Now, I will say this, and I will give you permission. If you're being chased by a cop, and the cop gets out and leaves his car unlocked, take that shit. <laughs> yes, because that is because that is a he's initiation. trained. He's he's trained. It's initiation, and he needs to learn how to do that shit. <laughs> so, uh huh. There's a certain there's a certain person. Um, in Greenleaf, uh, and she listens to the podcast, so I'll be waiting nice. to hear from her after this episode goes live. But she has a tendency for leaving her cruiser unlocked, and it's been stolen several times. 
I'm not going to say names, but you know who you are. I, I, I'll be waiting for your uh, be waiting for your messages on Discord. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's all that we have for this week on Power Gaming. Uh, some good, bad, and ugly. like to thank all our listeners for their continued support. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. If you would like to contact us, you can send us an email at thestateofroleplay at gmail.com or through the Discord link below. And as always, stay in character.